Welcome to Gain That Tune. What is going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune, back in the house once again. It's your boy John Harrington here. We've got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We've got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. And Johnny, hit it. We've got returning to the show after his uh, unfortunate absence last week. The, uh, the group is once again complete. The destiny is fulfilled. The king of the show, David Fleming, has rejoined us. David, say hey. Hey. Welcome back, king. Don't ever leave us again. We uh, truly were lost without your guidance. Without your, uh, I don't know, you're really the shining light, the guiding star of Game That Tune. And without you, we just descended into... Some sort of mania, some sort of madness last week. We we all thought about 3DS games, and then we all just started feverishly beating it, and we ended up doing too many threesomes. It was out of control, King. I'm glad you're back. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah. yeah, I didn't know The Return of the King had vocal music. (laughs) (laughs) The fuck? (laughs) It's gonna be great. We're, you know, we're gonna get fucking taken off YouTube by the uh, fucking like whoever sings for Return of the King, Annie Lennox. Um, you know, fucking Liv Tyler's coming to get these copyrights. Uh, yep, fuck them. You know, Peter Jackson, comb your hair. It's game that tune. We're back in the house. What we're gonna do is listen to video game music, not music from the Lord of the Rings. Oh, uh, we've I each got. Well, that's cool. As long as it's a game, we've got three songs from video games each. What we're going to do is try and guess each other's games with the songs, a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off and have a lot of fun. The winner at the end of the night picks the theme for the next episode. Play some bonus tunes. Our winner last week, not the king, a mere mortal, Jesse Moore. And Jesse picked the theme for this week's episode. So uh, what do you got for us? Uh, Games that remind you of your childhood. Whether it's a game you actually played during said childhood or maybe a game that has like an aesthetic or or something about it that you're like man this really reminds me of like 1997 Mm -hmm. i'm into it that might explain why in the lead up to the show we had to spend 15 minutes talking to your child uh you know what reminds us more of childhood than children that are our own oh hey good point um yeah, that's what it was. Jesse was doing an elaborate bit in the yes, lead up to the show. That's right. Oh man. <laughs> yes, De- totally planned the bit. Bob Odenkirk, it's, eat your heart out. It's a tie-in, and it makes sense to the live viewers. So that's why Jesse did that, and that's was why a good we're thing. gonna yeah we're gonna <laughs> spend tonight. You know, uh, yeah, doing a little, a little reminiscing, thinking back on our childhood. Like, like Jesse said, if it's a game you played in your childhood, it's, uh, it's good for the show. If it's a game that reminds you of, you know, younger days, it's good. So, you know, childish vibes. You know, we always have pretty childish vibes here on Game That Tune, but tonight we're making it official. 
uh, and you know, in a more innocent sense, not in like a snickering pee pee poo poo sense. So um, <laughs> it could be both, but we'll just see. <laughs> oh wait, if we're having pee pee poo poo, one of us has to lose their job and and, and start right, a daycare. Yeah. That's the thing, it, you know. It's see, that's probably the game that tune is. You know, we know as comedians, you can't have adult things and childish things in the same uh, same piece of media. So, you know, it's all childish or it's all adult. There's no in between. You can't combine these things. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a good show, man. We've got five fantastic games. We've got a fantastic fan request, I assume. We've got the king back on the show. Everything is as it should be. So, Johnny, I think that we just got to jump into it with game one. Uh, Before we do, I would like to make a small statement. I'm very upset with you three. Mm -hmm. Like, I explained that I had this important conference. I was not going to be able to record the show. Not only did you do the show without me. Not only did you talk about 3DS games, which is a handheld system that I greatly adore... But I find out that everybody's having threesomes last week on the show. Like, no, the the king shall not stand. So it's high time that I have my threesome. Johnny hit it. VGM threesome. VGM threesome. VGM threesome. Game one. Oh, fuck, it's a threesome. It's over. Yeah. You got some trivia, David? Oh, I was waiting for Jesse to get back. Uh, So, (laughs) ironically, this sequel is based on the set of movies that came out first. Yeah. Oh, I'm sick. All right, let's see him. So Jesse says, I sure hope it's not the game I picked, lol. Um, we'll see if that's correct. Uh, John says, Shadows of the Empire, sadly incorrect. And John Regan says, Lego Star Wars... OT. OT. Overtime. Yes. Jesse, do we need to quickly move on to game two? Okay, cool. So yeah, um, this is Lego Star Wars 2, the original trilogy, which is a really weird title when you think about it. I mean, chronologically, Um, it makes more sense. Well, yes. Um, 
So wait, was Lego Star yeah, Wars, I... the original Lego Star Wars, only episodes one through three? Yep. Yep. <laughs> That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like Lego Star Wars sold, like, decently well, and then this game came announced, and everyone's like, oh, the one I want. Yeah. Cool. Oh, you mean, <laughs> you, they really should have made the first one, like, you know, Lego Star Wars, the prequel trilogy, <laughs> make it real clear so people wouldn't waste their time buying it. Because I bet you a lot of people bought it, and they're like, oh, wait, not Attack of the Clones. Oh, Han Solo's not in this? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, 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 but yeah, as, as soon as I saw the theme of like games that remind you of your childhood, I thought like, okay, what was I doing a lot when I was a kid? Playing with Legos and watching Return of the Jedi. Okay. I think I have the perfect game for this. That's true. Um, That's what this game is. Man, you were, uh, what's the cutoff on like kid for this uh, theme? Like, you know, how kid are we talking about here, David? How old were you when you were watching Return of the Jedi repeatedly? Um, probably like six, seven. Oh, okay. Yeah, jeez. My family didn't watch Star Wars. I didn't see this shit until they were like released the anniversary editions in the theaters. So, oh, okay. Yeah. I, and for a while there, my favorite Star Wars character was one Dash Rendar from Shadows of the Empire. <laughs> so, uh, you know, much cooler than Han Solo, whoever that is. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I might have said some embarrassing shit trying to fit in with Star Wars fans uh, after buying a Nintendo 64. Oh, yeah, I love Prince Cheezor. <laughs> yeah, Cheezor the Skyhook. Yeah. That's the best part oh, of Jedi. Oh, yeah. IG88's oh, yeah. yeah. great. Lord Mandel, everyone loves that player, right? Uh huh. Wampa Stampa? <laughs> <laughs> That's something they say in the movie, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's that famous catchphrase. Yeah. I was gonna say that's Han Solo's catchphrase. He goes out, it's like I'm gonna find Luke. It's like if you go in there, you'll freeze. I'll say Wampa Stampa, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll Wampa Stampa you in hell. <laughs> Misa Wampa Stampa. Wait, no, he's that's not in that movie. Right. <laughs> yeah. I love you. Wampa Stampa. <laughs> and no Can you Wampa Stampas. <laughs> if they replace all the lightsaber sounds with Wampa Stampa. Yes. He's no good to me, Wampa Stampa. Oh, God. Instead of a clunky, go Greedo says Wampa Stampa. <laughs> a whole I language of Wampa Stampa I want to freezing scene, because I'm not sure what's better. I love you, Wampa Stampa, or Wampa Stampa. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not yeah. a Wampa Stampa yet. Yeah. No, I am your Wampa, Wampa Stampa. Most Stampa. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry about your hand is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Are you my dad? <laughs> there is no Lost. Wampa Stampa. <laughs> do or do There is not. no Wampa, only Stampa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, These so, are not the wampas you wish to stomp at. <laughs> David, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, the fuck? Uh, uh, we're too. Sure. <laughs>
Alright, so each version of this game features the main character riding a different dinosaur. Uh, the Famicom, he's on a Pteranodon. The Game Boy, he's on a Plesiosaur. And the NES version, which is what we're listening to, he's riding a Triceratops. Hope I got the right number, I guess. Uh, I will repeat, on the NES version, he's riding a Triceratops. Oh. Now the question is, am I being a dick? <laughs> We've... God damn it. I'm seeing double here. What's the problem? <laughs> John says Adventure Island 6. Sadly incorrect. What? Johnny and Jesse have the correct answer. This is Adventure Island 3. You were thinking of a Styracosaurus, not oh, a Triceratops. Right you are. Is this um, a Wonder Boy game? Is it ever? You know, the whole, like, Wonder Boy Adventure Island, like, I still am not exactly sure of that whole story. Um, all I know is that this game is amazing, and I played the fuck out of it when I was a kid. Um... If, if the Adventure Island series continued, because apparently it had a Super Nintendo version. Hell yeah, dude. Which I didn't know. Shout out to um, composer Yuzo Koshiro on that shit. I, I only knew it from the NES games, and then it just kind of died off. They tried to bring it back on WiiWare, and it never really caught on. Like, if this game kept going, I would have the nostalgia blind love for it that I have for like Mario and Kid Icarus like I played the shit out of this when I was a kid and this is gonna get super niche and I apologize for our listeners but you guys know in St. Augustine that um like little shopping mall where the food lion is on US 1 yeah. it's where the like checkers used to be oh yeah the boat supply store back in the 80s was like a mom and pop video rental store what and it that shopping center is like half a mile from my house so we would always go there to rent like movies and stuff i would always rent games and i rented adventure island like every other weekend when i was a kid wait a minute Never wait, owned are, you, are, you saying, had, are you saying supplies and rented video games yeah you used no, to no, rent no, no, video no. games before it was a boat supply store <laughs> oh we're talking about two different eras of store here. Okay, so the the, video, <laughs> yes. the mom and pop video shop closed down and became a, a boat store. Sorry, I was yes. like, what the fuck? St. Augustine shit are you talking what about? What a weird combo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's St. Augustine, yeah. so like maybe they, you know, the houseboat people had their NESs and wanted to rent their fucking games, but... No, and, and for some reason, David's parents took him there for games and not boat shit. Honestly, it's <laughs> not, not a bad idea. Do it you know how many times my dad had to drag my ass to West Marine and I hated it? If I could run a video game I was there, oh my god. That's true. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Johnny, I gotta buy a bunch of shit for our sailboat, but there's video games over there. Go amuse yourself for a few minutes. Like, oh, yeah, dope, good idea. <laughs> It's like when they're fucking, like, video game consoles at the fucking orthodontist office. Like, yeah, it's gonna suck in here, but here's Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> here's Sonic 2. Awesome. All right. Yeah, cool. T tighten those braces, jerk. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Adventure um, Island 3, I thought you were gonna say that just the Adventure Island series reminds you of growing up in St. Augustine, which is also a fair thing to say. 
You know, it's funny that you bring that up, because I kind of wanted to mention that, too. Because a lot of the games that I played when I was a kid, like, obviously, like, Legend of Zelda and Mario, like, they're fantasy worlds and whatnot. But, like, playing the Ninja Turtles game and, like, Double Dragon and seeing all these huge urban cities, you didn't have that in small-town Florida. And then comes a game where you're, like, at the beach and then in the woods... And then there's maybe like a weird little cave. Everything is like, wait a minute. This is a tropical paradise. I can relate to this. Down. Oh, for me, the relatable part was all the dinosaurs. That too. Well, yeah, like throwing boomerangs at bats. That's classic Florida behavior. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you know, St. Augustine is the nation's oldest city. So, you know. The dinosaurs roam. Yes. Based on what I learned in elementary school, we weren't allowed to learn other things. Yeah, dinosaurs and Spaniards coexisted five a mere five hundred years ago. Oh, I was using dinosaurs to refer to old people. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying dinosaurs went extinct when you know the white man came to America, um, not long ago. Pretty wild. It's true that that horrible smallpox disease that wiped out dinosaurs. Yeah, it, you know, it wasn't just the Native Americans, you know, humans, the Native American dinosaurs also devastated. Um, and you can thank Andrew Jackson. I mean, he finished the job. <laughs> no. We almost had dinosaurs to ride in the Civil War and Andrew Jackson fucked it all up. Florida history is cra- some crazy ass shit, guys. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you all think we're making this up. We're really not. Yeah. It's part Have of the curriculum. Have you seen the Everglades? Right. <laughs> yeah, it can be made up and still be on the curriculum in Florida. <laughs> Those two things aren't mutually exclusive, okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking nothing's real down here anymore, baby. Um, yeah. David, one real quick thing on Adventure Island 3. Am I remembering it right? Was there, like, the literal logo for Hudson Soft, the little B, as, like, a power-up or a collectible in these games? Like, there was, um, I think it was in the whole series. Yeah. There were, um, so you get power-ups from eggs that appear mysteriously when you jump over certain places. Word. Um, saying it out loud, this is kind of a weird series, but you'd get, like, different weapons, possibly a skateboard, yeah. or a playing card that would turn into a dinosaur. And there were two, there was a fairy, which I think was a the bee. Mm. That would, like, give you unlimited stamina, because you don't really have a life bar or, like, a timer. Ah. You have, like, a hunger meter, so there's just, like, a constantly ticking down thing, and you pick up fruit, and it increases it. Okay. So the, like, bee fairy, I'm pretty sure, just, like, made you invincible for that. And then there was also an eggplant that would just constantly drain your stamina no matter what. Uh. It was like, oh, fuck. And that is reflective of the Florida nature of Adventure Island. We eat a lot of bees, and we condemn eggplants here. So, <laughs> you know, simple facts of life around here. You know, that uh, that that Italian influx ruinous to Florida. But uh, you know, the bees sh- are so much better back in New York. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! God, I hate hearing that, man. Fucking <laughs> everywhere. Johnny, can you always do your Italian voice for now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, was... I mean, I, I moved here from New York 10 years ago because the real estate prices are just so much better here. I mean, the 
pizza here sucks. Pizza, it's all the water. The water makes it so good that New York pizza. Right. There's too many bees in this pizza here. J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets. I, I love how your Italian <laughs> thinks that New York pizza is best, as opposed to the pizza in, like, Naples. Yeah. <laughs> Quiet. Let's <laughs> not overthinking. Oh, God. Anyway, yeah. Adventure Island's cool, man. It's a caveman with a skateboard and a hat. I like it. I, I love this series. I wish it caught on. Rest Game in peace. three. So, do you guys want trivia or no? Oh, yes. Trivia would really <laughs> help clarify it. things. Yeah? Alright, so, uh, famous video game designer Takashi Tezuka has said this is his favorite game in the series and feels that, quote, it is my masterpiece. <laughs> no, you know what, John? Fuck it. I'm not I'm not letting you use the joke answer. Everybody says Mario 3, it's a hat trick. I mean he did have the words Mario and 3 in his title, so. I was gonna say I saw Mario, <laughs> I saw 3. There might have been some other words and letters, but Yeah, no. I mean, who says that to Takashi what's his fuck doesn't love Super Mario Maker for Nintendo 3DS, huh? <laughs> Maybe he does. Um, so yeah, this is Super Mario Brothers 3. Johnny, game two. <laughs> no, David specifically said this is the game you want to talk about the most before we started the show. I'm not, I'm not what? cutting him off. What, what could he's he possibly the, have to say? It's Super Mario Brothers 3. He's the king. <laughs> this game, like, this game is my childhood. And this, this game is... For me personally, this is like a time machine. Like, every time I play this game, which has been a lot, because I sat down and counted it, I own like seven versions of this game. Um, I'm basically like back on my parents' couch with a bowl of frosted flakes. Like, this game. This game is my childhood. I played this game to death, and I still love this game. And until Mario Odyssey came out, this was my favorite game. Um, and then Mario Odyssey beat it, because it's amazing. But there's just so much in this game, and I... Like, I love the little details in this. Like, okay, everybody always talks about the shoe, and how there's the one level with the boot, and they never bring it back. Or the Angry Sun, which is only in, like, two stages. It's a unique enemy. But 
what about the levels that are completely unique on the map screen? First off, this is the first time we had a map screen in Mario, and usually every Mario is the little box with the number and everything, but... In World 2, you've got the pyramid. Uh, in World 7, you've got the level that's the actual little, like, piranha plant on there. In World 5, you have the tower that you climb into the sky with. Like, these are completely unique sprites that they could have used later, and they didn't. It's just one-off little things that they're like, this would be cool. Wait, you're talking about the literal, like, icons that you press A on to begin an actual level? They have unique ones yeah. for unique stages. Yeah, yeah, I just want to make sure how, you know, far in the weeds we are. That's... I'm getting pretty far. Yeah! Have they made a Mario game where every level icon is, like, a unique icon? Because no. that would be a pretty cool idea. It would be. A little game I called mean... Super Mario Galaxy 2. <laughs> do, do planets count as icons? <laughs> in some religions. <laughs> Fucking right. I was thinking of, like, Super Mario 3D Land, where you see, like, a mini preview of the level, but you still go to, like, a little red dot in front of it, mm -hmm. so... I don't know if that counts, but yeah, like I said, there's just a lot of small little details that they didn't have to do, because, like, could you imagine the shoe? It's this all-powerful weapon that's in one level. Could you imagine if you played, like, Mega Man 2 and you get the Metal Blade, but you can literally only use it in one stage? Yeah. Uh, that, that, you're not, that's not a good selling. <laughs> David, you should not be a salesman. Yeah, <laughs> fine, yeah. <laughs> This game's fucked up. We should have more shoe. Have you ever played um, the professional ROM hack known as Super Mario Advance? Whatever number is Super Mario. Brothers. Have you played the Mario Advance, the Game Boy Advance version of this with the e-reader and the cape and all that shit? Yes, it's insane. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I. I was to say, I love messing around with ROM hacks, and like when that came out, and I'm like, oh, it's basically like a, a sanctioned ROM hack by Nintendo is what this is. This is amazing. Yeah. And have you explored the world of like Mario 3 ROM hacks? Have you played like Super Mario Bros. 3 Mix? Uh, no. <laughs> but I'm oh, putting David. it on my list. David. It incorporates elements from, like, every Mario game. It's got levels from Mario Land 2. It's got elements from Super Mario Galaxy thrown in there. It's got, like, a penguin suit. It's just absolutely bonkers. I'm gonna check this out. <laughs> um, but yeah, when, when it comes to, like, games that remind me of my childhood, it doesn't get better than Super Mario Bros. 3. I was concerned, because when you said you were back in your parents' couch and eating um, cornflakes, I was concerned that... I, I don't understand you meant that when you play the game, that's the feeling you get. I thought you were literally back in your parents' house and, like, fall, fell on some hard times. And eating breakfast yeah, every cereal time for dinner. that I get the urge to play Super Mario Bros. 3, I hop on a plane, I go to Florida, <laughs> mm -hmm. take my pants off, sit on the couch. <laughs> What, Dad? And play, and play Mario Dad? 3. <laughs> so bring me some cornflakes, yeah. Dad. Pour me the cornflakes. Quit looking at it. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> See something you like? Super Mario Bros. 3? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> hey. 
I'm just imagining David's dad being like, I can't find the remote. And David being like, I got it. Hitting the buttons on the TV with his dick. Mm. But anyways. <laughs> Spot out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, no, nah, uh, David, it's, it's a great game. Uh, you know, I love the sprites on the map screens. It's important that we note that, you know, you've run out of other things to praise about this game. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's a very good game. Your love for it is well documented. Now, you know... What, one mistake I made as a kid is I would get those power-ups that you get to save and use later, right? just save them, because you would never want to use them just in case you needed them. Just in case you needed them, and yeah. then by the end of the game, you, you like, can't hold any more power-ups. Yeah. And you're <laughs> pee-winging your way over the like the tanks in Bowser World, and it's like, oh, this isn't very much fun. I probably should have used this <laughs> in a cooler level. <laughs> Jeez, what a mistake I've made. I never should have hoarded these things. Oh, or you know, oh, I'll use my Tanuki suit, and then you get shot by that giant cannonball right off the bat. It's like, god damn it! This, you know, I'm playing this on an NES. I don't have save states. This whole thing's blown. <laughs> What's everyone's favorite power up for Mario Three? Because I do like the unique power ups they had in that game. And uh, the Tanuki suit. The Tanuki suit. Uh, Hammer Brothers yeah, suit. Yeah, I was gonna say Hammer Brothers. Yeah. I- I like the Hammer Brother suit. It's just so much harder to get one mm-hmm. than the Tanuki suit. Frog suit. Mm. Ooh. No, it's not. I just wanted to say frog suit. I didn't say anything about it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite mini game? Is it the card flip or the slide puzzle thing? Oh, the card flip. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, card flip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh... What's your thoughts on, um, fortresses? I think they're cool. Fuck them. Mm. <laughs> I did I like fighting Boom Boom. Because the Boom, boom, boom song was good. What about when Boom Boom gets a little wing to do yeah, action, huh? like, oh shit, no! Yes! <laughs> yeah, this isn't good! <laughs> Who did this? What's, what's your favorite world? Big world. Little Big World. Yeah. That's pretty dope. World. Yeah, it's wherever, Dustin Hoffman you know, the one where one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever the one's <laughs> no, called that Tootsie World. No, it was in Little Big Man. Big oh, World. Okay. Yeah, the one where everything's big. I don't know what it's called. Big World. Uh, giant big Land. World. <laughs> oh, Giant Land. Sure. Yeah. Uh, no, they're all pretty good except the ice level. Um, they all have their their merits besides the ice one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Big World and Pipe World are kind of standouts. I was always a big fan of the sky and how you started off on the ground and then went into the clouds. Yeah, cool. It's a du- duality thing. That's, yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think about Toad Houses? They don't have a lot of furniture. I think it seems like nah, man. Yeah, theme were think, toads, right? Yeah. I think Toad Houses are fine. I do really like hidden toad houses. Oh. Yeah. Uh, how do you Those feel about coin chip things? Yep. Uh, levels with. Uh, how do you feel about those blocks that have music notes on them that make you bounce? Huge fan of those. Mm-hmm. Big fan. Big fan. Especially if they bounce you all the way up into the sky, so that yeah. you can go on like a hidden coin bridge. Oh yeah, yeah. You know the game is a play. What? I've heard that theory. Uh-huh. You can, like, fall behind yeah. the stage and, like, do some sneaky moves. 
that blew my mind as a kid the first time I saw somebody do that and then like how did you learn that you know this, from the wizard this was for, the wizard yeah for, for me yeah. yeah for me this yeah. was the classic game of like your friend's older brother and it was all this weird shit and you're like how do you know this yeah because I hadn't seen the wizard yet and he had yeah no it <laughs> very much helped fucking you know shout out to fucking god what was Fred Savage? Uh, no, uh, Brad that lived next door to us when we were kids. <laughs> knew everything about this because he was four years older than me and my brother. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, I, I feel like I might have told this story before once, but I I was playing this game on Wii um, when I was <laughs> living at the, at the time. <laughs> at the time, she was my girlfriend, but my wife was watching I me was. play and I was getting like every hidden one up and every secret and she looked at me and said how do you know where all this stuff is in this game and like i paused and set the controller down it's like i don't know mm -hmm. i just as far back as i remember i know this is how you get the warp whistle yeah like that's just what you do yep yeah it's uh it's ingrained in you man as far uh, far back as you can remember you always wanted to have a warp whistle it's like the opening to Goodfellas. David, you're a good fella at Super Mario Brothers 3. Um was Dreamcast Super Mario Bros. 3 with the cast of Goodfellas. Or move on to the next game. One or the other. Uh so Robert De Niro plays probably Lemmy. Uh Joe Pesci is definitely Toad. Dude. Uh, yeah. Joe Pesci is everybody. Ray Liotta is Mario. Uh, Paul Sorvino, of course, the king in the first castle. Um, what's her name? Lorraine Bracco. Gotta be Luigi. <laughs> Man, there's a lot of Italian guys in that movie that I can't think of the names of. Man, uh, we should probably move on to the I, next I game. I cannot believe you haven't moved on yet.
Alright guys, so this game's known for having exquisite pre-rendered backgrounds during stages as the player flies through open space and over huge spaceships and fortresses and planets and moons. You guys got some answers for me? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Alright. So, uh, David says, Thunder Force colon whichever one we haven't used. Jesse says, Georgia O'Keefe, which is pretty good. And John has the correct answer of Sylphied. This is specifically the Sega CD release of Sylphied. Uh, which... I just, I fucking love this soundtrack because it sounds like, and I, I feel like what I'm going to say is kind of shitty, but it sounds like a Super Nintendo soundtrack. Like, it sounds so good. Yeah. It's like dressed up Super Nintendo music. It's really great. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it gets to use the combination of the Sega Genesis FM synth plus the Sega CDs, um, like, sample playback capabilities. Right. And they yeah, they didn't immediately go to the other, you know, Sega style thing and like, you know, should we just use a bunch of weird, like samples of things like should we you know buy like a funk record and just rip samples off it no we should just make you know shoot 'em up music um no james brown or fucking work that sucker to death necessary <laughs> yeah no so yeah it's a sega cd game that doesn't use like cd audio right, right? like interesting crazy. choice we'll show <laughs> them oh. yeah awesome choice gonna show I them the capabilities the of the sega CD. see if it works out for them yeah i know you guys love that music but we're not doing it Okay. <laughs> artistic choice, damn it. Right. Because then they, you know, they then actually did utilize the Sega CD in like the background rendering, right? Like it's got exactly. sick ass video backgrounds. Yeah. Good. Yeah, and they look good and they they so the sprites are like a, a polygon style, right? And so is the background. So it all actually blends in together pretty well. Like uh, I feel like a lot of those kind of games, it's very obvious. That's just sprites over a video. Mm -hmm. uh, but this, like, it, it actually looks really good. <laughs> like, they did a very good job of blending it 
to where it's not totally obvious that that's just a video that you're playing on top It'd be of. great if it was just like a fucking spaceship flying over like Night Trap. What are we doing here? <laughs> Dana Plato. <laughs> Why is she here? Yeah, it's complicated. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you really want to buy this add-on. This is important that you own this. <laughs> You're gonna love it. It's interesting. It's interesting uh, too because it's a shmup that's not played at a um, like top-down perspective, but uh, orthogonal perspective. Um, as in, like your ship moves. When when you move up, you're also moving forward and smaller, kind of thing. You know, like you're playing at a diagonal, not a just looking straight down kind of thing. Did you say um, orthogonal? Yeah, orthogonal. Fancy man, <laughs> using your <laughs> fancy words. Yeah. So is it like isometric? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like orthogonal, an idiot. <laughs> Episode title. <laughs> Pay attention. <laughs> Jesus, David, asking the dumb, dumb questions. <laughs> I was trying to wrap my small, smooth baby brain around the concept. Well, I'm just confused. By trying to relate it to terms that I was aware of. Is the second Genesis, I mean, I guess with the CD add-on, maybe they could do more, but, like, did that make it capable of, like, scaling sprites? You know, so you could actually have the ship get smaller and bigger as it gets closer and further away in the, like, you know, the view? Like... No, it's not true sprite scaling. It's just multiple sprites at different scales. Okay, right. right. Yeah, just checking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So no, it's, <laughs> it's not, not capable of this. <laughs> so did the Sega CD have mode 7? Right, that's what I'm asking. Mode 8. The Sega CD actually kind of did have mode 7, yeah. Uh, the Sonic CD special stages are basically mode 7, right? Dope. Um, this this game doesn't really use mode 7 as far as I know, though. It's, really, it's just playing videos as the background. Right. And then, again, it's like you're... There's more sprites for your ship. That's all it is. It's not yeah. not scaling the sprites, not rotating. It's just a bunch of sprites yeah. at different scales. It's Mario you know? Kart 64 sprites. Yeah. Yeah. They're not but polygons it, again, characters, it looks, people. It looks they're they're damn all sprites. Good. It looks damn good. And the reason this, like, as you guys know, I didn't have a Sega CD as a kid. Um, what? No, but I was a Starfighter as a kid, so... <laughs> <laughs> this is how this gear reminds me of being a kid. I can see. Uh, was my days of flying in spaceships and shooting, pe- shooting, shooting people. Shooting people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Johnny, Johnny was, was a- hardcore. He was fighting assassin. Yeah, they called him Johnny Drone. <laughs> he was just striking. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh, God. Wait, is the Who last Starfighter about Johnny? <laughs> He's the second yes. last Starfighter. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Man. that would apply that I'm dead, right? Because <laughs> the last Starfighter is still alive. Well, remember if you played the like, 300 episode backwards, it says Johnny's dead, Johnny's dead. Mm, that's true. <laughs> it's also got a rep- recipe for a really great soup. Yeah, <laughs> 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 go ahead, go listen to episode 300 backwards, it's there. <laughs> It's <laughs> yeah. got a recipe for a really ripping chili. <laughs> and Johnny's not wearing shoes in that episode, which is a clue that That's... he's dead. It's true, Johnny spent the whole time <laughs> facing backwards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love the idea that our next free play jingle is going to be like, Game that tune, free play, choo-choo! And once you play it backwards, it's just like Johnny reading chili recipes. Johnny say, I'm thinking about those beans. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a chili recipe at all. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, yeah, Johnny, cool pick, man. Um, 
Did this come out in America? It did. Okay, just check <laughs> I checked. It did. Yeah, sure. It, yeah, I believe you. It, it doesn't seem like it would have, but sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, just, I, I just wanted this. to make sure, because I feel like it listed a bunch of like PC engines and shit as the other systems that it came out. I'm like, oh, huh. Eh, Johnny's probably trying to fuck this up somehow, but, you know, soundtrack's good, so <laughs> who cares? <laughs> you know, so, so the original version came out on PC-88 in Japan, um, but they did ports to various consoles, and it did come out um, in North America on the Sega CD uh, and on the Apple IIGS. Uh, so there was an Apple IIGS version of this. Well, thank goodness. Um, that sounds wonderful. I don't <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can't think of a worse idea. I want that on the background. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody port that in. You know, fucking emulate an Apple II GS <laughs> shmup. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> what a mess. Um, and yeah, I kind of I kind of discovered this game by accident when um, I've written a bot that posts a piece of uh, YM twenty six one two music every single day. Good plug. All the- 2612 bot at Club, mm-hmm. and it posted this soundtrack it posted that third song I just played and I was like this is amazing yeah <laughs> no that's a good bot Johnny's programmed some nice things GameThatTune.club has a lot of fun things going on it's got this bot that plays random uh, you know 2612 synth chip music every day and yeah it's a good way so- to discover some shit that you simply don't know about but if you like fucking classic chiptune Crunchy sounds, man, it's good. So, yeah, yeah that's a. Uh, it's also I got it right, Johnny. Thank you for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Well played, sir. <laughs> um, man, uh, is there a composer? Oh, uh, yes, there is a composer. Um, there's four listed here. Uh, List them out. Just pick your favorite. Oh man, Fumatito Kasatani, Fumatito Aoshima. Uh, Masakuni Mitsushashi and Hibiki Godai. I like it. Hibiki's a good name. Cool name. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to that team. Great, uh, great tunes. Great game. Yeah. Hmm. Fucking, yeah. Man, what a game. What a pronounceable and spellable title. I definitely don't feel unconfident every time I look at it. Like, <laughs> it's definitely Slipheed. No. No, it's, it's Silphied. Hmm. Maybe they should have made it, this. Maybe they should have put an F in there or something, or like uh, replaced the I with a Y. I, I don't know. Like you know, I, my brain. Yeah, <laughs> we're changing this game from Slipfeed to Seinfeld. <laughs> What's the deal with pre-rendered backgrounds? <laughs> what is the deal with Sega CD? Yeah. Even Seinfeld can't answer that question. <laughs> Why can't you just render it when you need it? Why yeah. do you have to pre-render it? There's they're, too much rendering. They're just videos, Jerry. They're just videos <laughs> that play underneath, Jerry. Oh, God. <laughs> Kramer burst in the door. Work that sucker to death. <laughs> I was just going to say, it's like, wait do you see these graphics. These pre-rendered graphics. It's going to be wild. <laughs> Jeez, man! So I no, went not, down uh... to the video store and yada yada yada. I, <laughs> I rented Sylphie again. <laughs> Hello, Sylphie. <laughs> <laughs> Game three. Episode title.
Alright, um, so this game was originally titled Busty, but an American uh, branch of the company said that they should probably change it because that term was already used as slang in the English. In English. Um, and then they were going to title it to Flippy, but they decided that that was too similar to Mappy. Flippy Mouse, that's in- incorrect. And John with the correct answer, Flicky. This, this is a. Uh, f- right. This is not Burger Time. Um, this is uh, <laughs> Flicky. Our uh, it was our fan request in the Discord. It was requested by Carrie, and um, they uh, mentioned how huh. um, they got this game as part of one of those uh, Sega. Uh, Genesis collections on PC, and they, they played the fuck out of this game, and that's one of their favorites. And uh, it's I don't know if you guys have ever played Flicky. I'm looking at Johnny. Before before we get into Briefly. the game discussion, I just want to say, John, can you do me a huge favor in moving forward, like space out your L and your I when you write your answers? Because I thought you had written down a very different answer. What's the problem? Yeah, I was trying to make a fucky joke. I thought Flicky was just as dirty, honestly. Yeah, I was gonna say. (laughs) With all the name changes it went through, somebody was trying to get something through. Okay, fine, they won't let us call it Busty. Uh, He was was thinking about those beans. We'll call it Breasty. Breasty. No, you don't want to call it that. (laughs) about titty? Fine, fine. Exactly. Okay, I got it. Here's the name for our new game. Yabos. Yeah, exactly. Slits. Slits. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> too, too much. Uh, what do you do to a slit? Mm, That's a different episode. Flicky. Let's go with that. Sure. Why not? Um, yeah. Um, no, what the fuck is Flicky? It's like a Sega arcade game with a bird. Yeah, you're, is Flicky a bird? You're this little bird. And you're blue, and you have to get your chicks before these cats eat them. And uh, so you just like go around the level. It's kind of like a uh, what would you? Is it like a maze? No, no, no. It's like a platforming thing. Kind of like it's does scroll, but it's like on a loop. So like you eventually get to the place you were when you started. If you go left or right. and there's like platforms, I, I, like three levels of the platform, kind of like a. I call it like a bubble bobble with a wrap. Yeah, around. there you go. Yeah. Okay. Like a joust bubble bobble. Yeah, there you go. 
Ooh, um, word. Suddenly, I'm very interested in this and game. And so, like, um, there are, like, cats that try to get you, and also, um, like, there's, like, these, it looks like hammers on the ground that you, like, run into, and they go flying off, and I guess they knock the cats out. But it seems alright. Um, what's interesting to me, though, is Flicky, the character, has been in a lot of other Sega games as either just, like, yeah. cameos or power-ups. But more importantly, he's, like, one of the main, like, little animal friends in the Sonic games. And he even has, like, a powered-up form, which all the other animal friends don't usually get, which is interesting. So, like, it's like Flicky was gonna be, like... He was their, like, arcade mascot for a while for Sega, and then they just changed from a blue bird to a blue hedgehog. Makes sense. I mean, like, you know, what if they, like, in the process of developing Sonic, they're like, yeah, guys, we just realized Flicky doesn't have enough attitude, so, like, I don't know, switch it up a little bit. And that's how you got all the bizarre Sonic designs. Um, I do suggest, and if any of the tuners want to throw this in the Discord, if they find it, the Sega Genesis box art for Flippy is really freaking cool. It's like got this big giant orange cat in the background, what the he- like grabbing Flippy. Yeah. And then the funny thing is, all of the chicks have sunglasses on. Like Flippy just looks like a kind of weird big bird, but the chicks all have sunglasses on. It's it's really cool. It would make a really cool poster, I think. I think these birds need to meet a little gang of guys I like to call the Cosmo Gang. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, what a team up, man. The Flickies meet the Cosmos. Oh. A lot of sex. I was imagining a Hanna-Barbera's Hanna-Barbera's style, you know, just meet the Flintstones, but Flickies meet the Cosmos. Fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The original fucking X Men versus Street Fighter. Flickies meet the Cosmos. <laughs> God, the most ambitious crossover of all time. <laughs> the ultimate team. <laughs> uh, cool. Um, and it's, yeah, so I'm sorry. Flickies became imprisoned in Sonic games. Yeah, like Doctor Robotic you know, captured them. Right, and so at that point, does Flicky become like a race of birds? Like, is it the Flickies? I think they or call is it like, them that. Yes. Okay, I'm trying to... I feel like I've heard the name Flicky as it t- relates to Sonic. I'm just trying to remember the connection. Um, it would be also think- funny if Sonic rescues Flicky, and then when Sonic 2 rolls around, instead of being Sonic 2, it's Flicky. And, like, they just give the series over to Flicky. It's like, oh, you know, thanks for rescuing me. It's like, all right, yeah, cool. Bye, I'm retired. And Sonic goes away and is replaced by Flicky for the uh, the following game. <laughs> like, oh, I would you know, to, I would play the shit out of Flicky the Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah, just but, like miles per hour in Flicky. Like, wait, what is going on here? Why is why is Sonic a bird now? And like, and it's got kind of a two player mode. That sounds like a weird what is Sliders this? episode. Be fucking I'm great. Like, Jerry like, Jer- Jer- <laughs> was like, everything seems normal in this world. Maybe we're home. And then he s- yeah. sits down and he's like, hey, let's play some Genesis. And, and he's like, oh, cool. You got Sonic 2. And he's like, Sonic 2? No. Yeah. You mean Box Flicky? art looks the same. Yeah. It's still Robotnik c- crushing yeah. the big two, but it's Flicky standing in front of it. <laughs> like, Wait. What? We got to get back. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I'm just imagining, like, poor Flicky. Like, being out of work, he was, like, a Sega 
arcade video game character. They brought him in as a cameo to Sonic 1. He gets freed by Sonic the Hedgehog in Sonic 1, and then along comes Sonic 2, where they're like, we're going to give Sonic a sidekick that he'll let him fly to different places, <laughs> and Flicky's all excited to get the job, and then like, and it's going to this two-tailed fox. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? That doesn't even fly. Right. Dude. Dude, imagine if they made Sonic and Flicky with Flick-on technology. Yeah. <laughs> Sonic and Flickles. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. All I want is Sonic and Flicky and Knuckles. I mean, Flicky could be like the fucking, like the Oswald the Lucky Rabbit to the Epic Mickey of the Sonic series. Like, there needs to be a fucking, you know, late in the game Sonic game where it's like, Flicky's like, you stole my fucking life. Like, you erased me from history. You know, I was and the also- guy. <laughs> like- the more that I think about it, it's like, we're going to make a Sonic fighting game, and we're going to add a bird character. It's going to be a duck that throws bombs. Yeah. Like, at this point, Flicky's, like, at a bar, drowning his sorrows, <laughs> like, I used to be somebody, goddammit. I could have flicked the bombs if they just asked me. <laughs> he has to, like, team just... up with the cat, and, and like, all his uh, kids with their sunglasses are all, like, badass birds and stuff, and like, <laughs> like, basically the Koopa kids, but the Flicky kids. Dude, I'm into it. <laughs> yeah, Fli- Flicky's at the bar just getting shit-faced, thinking about all the things that have gone wrong, and then he looks over and sees the cat, and it's like, don't even ask me about this choo-choo rocket thing. <laughs> <laughs> they needed an orange cat to chase mice. Didn't even call me. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, I'm here to talk to you about the choo-choo rocket initiative. What <laughs> 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 oh, the fuck is going on? <laughs> uh, ooh la la. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine uh, fucking at the end of Iron Man, the post credit scene? I'm here to talk to you about the Choo Choo Rocket Initiative. Who are you? My name is Nick Flicky. <laughs> Can't wait for the, the Sega Cinematic Universe. Dude, I'm into it. Yeah, quite frankly, I'm, I'm fully into it. By the time the Smash Brothers movie gets made, Flicky better be in it, <laughs> wearing a fucking <laughs> rad duster. Because, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I-, I like that we've been lately on a-, a real kick of justice for IP that never fucking took off or existed. Like, you know, time to bring back Flicky and the Cosmo Gang, guys. Like, we yeah. could how how good we could have had it, man. We d- we didn't know what you know what we had lost. Fucking. You just bury these characters, man. It's uh, it's a shame. The Flick- defenders of Dinotron City. Yeah. Yeah. Lee yeah. Marvel, bring them in. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, they're canon. <laughs> Game four. <laughs> oh. Game four.
Uh, all right, guys. So uh, in this game, the player can switch at any time between four weapons. Uh, the uh, excuse me. The weapons are, of course, uh, potato, ice cream, pie, and jelly. So, I imagine everybody's feeling great. So good. <laughs> Definitely know what game this is, right? Oh, yeah. Classic. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, Jesse says Marie Curie, 64. Sadly incorrect. And Johnny and David both got the correct answer. This is Harmful Park. Wow. What the fuck is this? Harmful Park. Harmful Park. A uh, side-scrolling shoot-'em-up. Some might call mm -hmm. it cute-'em-up. For the uh, PlayStation 1. Oh, like um, the first one they ever made called Cotton? Yes, exactly. It's a lot like Cotton. The first cute-'em-up ever made. Ever. Um, ever. 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 And, um... No, it's not actually really at all like Cotton. Oh. It's its own very weird thing. Um... Man, uh, dare I ask if Johnny or David somehow played Harmful Park? No, I came pretty close to picking this. What? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the last I 
Yeah, it kind of makes sense. You fucking you landed on Silphied instead, but you know, fine. Um, and and John, last I checked, this game was only released in Japan, which is why I didn't use it on tonight's show. What? So a bold choice. Uh, yeah. See, here's the thing. I uh, I don't care about winning this week. I just want to pick Harmful Park. So. Uh, hey! Wait! Wait! Oh, wait! Wait! Oh wait, Davis is wait. It's a cute game. I'm looking up screenshots now. Uh, apparently, you fight like a Ferris wheel, and there's a boss that's just a giant woman in a dress. I'm going to allow this. Hey, all right. Hey. <laughs> I, I fucking stuck it right up David's alley. That's good. Because um, yeah, no, this uh, this did only come out in Japan, but I you know, I don't know. I just felt like doing a. Doing something fun and colorful. I was thinking about cute em ups this week and fucking felt like going with Harmful Park, a insanely bizarre game that only came out on the PlayStation 1. Um, and it seems like the kind of game that, you know, despite its just, you know, modest, uh, you know, look and probably didn't take much to, you know, make and develop it, probably had no business coming out at all on, especially just on the PlayStation 1. Like, this is a 1997 side-scrolling, sh- sprite-based shoot-em-up game uh, on the PlayStation. Didn't come to America, but, like, you know, were people clamoring for sprite-based things on the PlayStation 1 at that time? I think everybody's really looking for polygons at this time, baby, so, you know, this was a... Uh, it was bold oh, trying to push no. this on people. I was gonna say, I was like, well, Mega Man 8, but then I realized, like, no, that was side-scrolling, but still used polygons. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Um... Yeah, this one does not. It's a lot of, you know, nice, uh, really great-looking sprite work. Um, and, I mean, I don't know. It's uh, it's also just not the kind of game that, like, strikes me as the kind of game that you would buy for a PlayStation. It's a, it's a side-scrolling shoot-em-up. You have five, six stages. You know, you, if you're good, you beat this game in an hour. You know? Like, it's the kind of game... It makes sense it's an arcade release. This should be a Japan-only arcade release, and then it should show up in, like, some, you know, very obscure... Like West Coast, you know, cool ass American arcade, but like no, it you know it doesn't have any real business being a console game, but it's got a ton of charm, baby. It's got uh, so it's uh, the story is that the uh, theme park, the Heartful, you know, like uh, full of heart, Heartful Park was taken over uh, by a evil scientist and. He uh, runs a bunch of crazy experiments and makes grotesque things happen at the park. And, uh, like, a colleague of his wants to stop it and take the park back. And they're too old. So they commission their slacker fucking daughter and give her a, like, flying motorcycle with a bunch of weird weapons that shoot food. And there you have it. You're, uh, you know, anime chick flying through an amusement park full of monstrosities, shooting them with potatoes... And ice cream lasers, and pie bombs, and jelly. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's a weird one, really fucking weird. And you know, I, I'm sure you're yeah. wondering what this has to do with my childhood. Uh, not especially. Not really, no. Because that's the thing. I'm a Florida baby. I've, I've been to been to amusement parks my whole life, and. Uh, also, when I was a boy, I ate a lot of jelly and pie and potatoes and ice cream. It's you know, it, that's really all it boils down to. 
Did I have a flying motorcycle with, uh, you know, a bunch of weapons? Yes, I also had that. I am from Florida, after all. Um, it's just the natural state of things down here, guys. We, we fly around on motorcycles, dropping pies on, you know, hideous pumpkin monsters throughout amusement parks. And you know, like, you know, the fucking current administration's really in danger of fucking this up for a generation of young Florida men. Like, uh, you know, we uh, fucking want to go to Disney and fly around on our motorcycles and drop pie bombs on people. And, you know, he's really fucking it up. He's, you know, we're in danger of a whole generation growing up without the, uh, you know, the harmful park aspect of their Florida lives. It's a, it's a goddamn shame. In addition, other goddamn shames taking place in Florida. Um... But, yeah. yeah, I'm reading about this game, uh, and I see enemies in the game include gorillas, inflatable dinosaurs, oh, yeah. and a gigantic woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they're talking about how the different weapons have their own strengths and weaknesses. For example, the jelly boomerang <laughs> is homing, but has low attack power. Right. Why was this game not released here? And I want to play this so fucking bad. Nah, I mean, this really, it, you know, if this was released today, it would be like a Game Pass hit. People would just be eating this up and be like, this is so fucking bizarre and colorful and fun and you're shooting ice cream and you're fighting, you know, giant women and like, you know, it, it's just, it's, it's crazy that such a bizarre, crazy game. Only, uh, only exists in Japan. Like it's, you know, knowing what we know about you know video games and things. No, it's not crazy that this only came out in Japan, but it's a damn shame. It, uh, man, it never got its time in the sun here, man. Fucking this, this seems like one of those games that's on some compilation as like some unlockable. Like, oh yeah, you can <laughs> also not. play this Japan <laughs> only game. No, but I mean, like, oh, you can play this Japan only game, and then you play. It's like this is actually really fun. Like, no, I don't need to buy. Pac-Man Collection 35 right. or whatever, right. but it includes this. So I was like, okay, parts, I'll try yeah. it. Yeah, you know, you were talking about the balloon, uh, like, fight. The first boss is, like, an inflatable dinosaur, like a parade balloon, and you have to wait for it to be inflated before you can fight it. It's very funny. Like, you know, like, from what I understand, I obviously I haven't played the game, but I've, you know, watched a little bit of it, and, like, the stages are just, like, rich with fucking funny details and bizarre, colorful shit going on. Like, uh, when you get to the first boss, they have to inflate it before you can fight it. When you fucking, uh, there's like one of the amusement park stages has like a like a pirate ship ride that's swinging back and forth, but it cries if you hit it. Like, um, there's the fight with the giant woman where you can she's so tall that uh, you can only see like her you know body from like the neck down, so you don't know like you know what she's looking like, but she's dressed like a hot chick. And then when she falls, for some reason, it reveals that she's like a butterface. <laughs> like, it, it, it's like it's. I'm just saying, it's like you know, I, I don't know. Like it's, it's not like you know, your character then goes like, oh goddamn, ew, you ugly. Like it, you know, you just you're fighting a fighting a giant woman, and then it turns out she's you know, you haven't been noticing the whole time that she's got a like a big grotesque face. I don't know. It's uh, it's weird. The whole thing is so fucking weird. And I feel like that's also, like, an aspect that plays into my childhood. I feel like things were more fun and weird and grotesque back in the days. I feel like I had a better appreciation for that. I feel like my imagination was better when I was a kid. And, you know, like, 
this is the kind of shit that I would have. Maybe it's because I've been spending too much time with my fucking son. You know, just turning five years old. He's got a fucking rip roaring, silly ass, grotesque imagination where it's like, you know, Daddy, what if the whole world was covered in pies? It's like, well, that sounds cool. And it's like, well, what if the whole world was covered in doo doo pies? It's like, okay, hold on. <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> no, you blew it, kid. It already <laughs> like, is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, let's talk about why doo doo pie is not the best thing to cover the world in. It's hot and smelly. Like, yeah. Okay. I'm I'm making it a personal goal to um go to my local video game store and purchase a copy of this game. Because again, in further research, there is a boss that is a giant Frankenstein monster controlled by a dancing cat in his brain. And the Frankenstein monster gives you the finger. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Like, I want to play this so bad. Yeah. At some point, like, there's a Gulliver's Travel thing. Like, there's a fucking big guy tied to the ground, and he's, like, trying to break free and punch you. Um, you know, there's a lot of just bizarre, weird shit going on in this game. And, you know, just the the cartoonness of it, the silliness of it, the, uh, you know... The fucking up an amusement park aspect of it. It all just reminds me of being a being a young little Florida boy, man. I, you know, it was all about it. How did these Japanese guys see inside my young brain? And then waste their time making this game for the PlayStation in 1997. <laughs> like, what the fuck were they thinking? You know. And also, like, I, I still don't understand why the, the weapons are all food. And why the cover image of the game is a pancake. Like... The, you know, the fucking CD, you know, you buy a PlayStation game, it's fucking in a jewel case CD. The cover of this game, it's a picnic table uh, cloth and a plate with a pancake with the words Harmful Park written on it. And, you know, like, uh, you know, like how the slogan for Metal Gear Solid is tactical espionage action? This one above Harmful Park says, highbrow gag and pure shooting. And <laughs> that's right up there in terms of like, okay, now hold on, you really have my attention. It's not my like, search tac- terms. Yeah, tactical espionage action. Okay, yeah, that sounds cool. But like, highbrow gag? Do tell. Yeah, pure shooting. Okay. Oh, <laughs> like, put those, the two together. One of those oh, Peter man. North joints. Mm-hmm. Mm. Maybe they could Maybe they could change it around, you know, fucking highbrow shooting and pure gagging. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, it's not that at all. It's a fucking, it's a, it's a cute up man. It's a bizarre, weirdo game where you're just, you know, shooting weird monsters with fucking pies. Like, yeah. Are they uh, cream pies? You're giving a bunch of weird monsters cream pies, Jesse. That's right. That's what you're doing. And eventually, you confront that big butterface and cream you pie, give her... <laughs> <laughs> nope, oh. you don't. You give her the jelly. And <laughs> uh, it's uh, yeah. I'm kind of all about it, man. I, I wish I, I wish my imagination were still this rich. <laughs> like I wish I even. I, I got to be honest. As a kid, I, I wasn't a kid with this much imagination, obviously. But like, it still just seems like the kind of thing that like you ask a kid like. Hey, what'd be a fun thing for you to do in a video game? It's like, what about like a uh, crazy, uh, crazy Ferris wheel? Like, yeah, dope. All right, cool. Let, let's let's wrap on that for a second. Let's figure it out. And then, you know, in comes Harmful Park. So, you know, uh, I I love it. It's uh, you know, weird, weird shit. Kind of kind of weird shit I like. So. Let's, uh, Johnny, let's make a plate of pancakes and do some, uh, 
you know, some high gag brown and uh, keep on the keep that pure shooting going for the next game. <laughs> game five. <laughs> following actors uh, reprise their roles. Um, we got Scott Caparo, uh, Louis McLeod, uh, Greg Proops, uh, Andrew Seckham, and Jake Lloyd. Are those the only ones? According to this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 no. Hmm. 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 H
soundtrack of me walking my dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Let's. That's going on the bop ten. <laughs> let's see some. Oh, yeah. Some. Oh my god. So. Uh, Johnny says Lego Star Wars the prequels incorrect. Uh, David says Lego Star Wars Skywalker Skywalker Saga that is incorrect. And John with the correct answer, Star Wars Episode One Racer. We haven't used that no, before. I was very surprised. Woo. What? Woo! <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so there's this like company called Aspire. They've been like re-releasing some like old Star Wars games, like they did uh, Republic Commando and stuff, and. And I guess they did a kind of like a remake of this, and I noticed it was on Xbox Gold, and I'm like, oh, hey, <laughs> don't mind if I do. Yeah. No, I, I kind of wanted to download that uh, fucking that remake, man. I, I never did, because I kind of realized I kind of got my fill of that back on Nintendo 64, but this is kind of like one of those secret top shelf 64 games oh, right here. Oh, heck yeah, man. Like, man, this had some fun shit going on. <laughs> like, I got, I got fucking good at this game. I know. <laughs> like, it was cool because, like, uh. you know, you had the, the the engine thingies, and you had to, like, you know, sometimes convert power to one or the other, and and like there was damage where you could get just fucked up, and like there was obstacles on the tracks and stuff, and you were moving real fucking fast. It's it's mm-hmm. wild. They're like, yeah, let a fucking eight year old do that, you know. They had the force. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They yeah. Knew. I remember doing fun moves where, like, there was an ice level where you, at one point, you fell off a, a cliff and onto some ice, and all your traction goes away. And I would time it so that I would, as soon as I lay on the ice, I would, like, maneuver myself in midair to be in the direction I'm going to go, lay on the ice, and then yeah. boost. You know, yeah. and like, get through it. Oh, so, it was so satisfying. Yeah, that's good oh. shit. Which was. That was one thing I never quite understood. Like, oh, it's a racing game and you lose traction when you're on the ice. But these things, like, float. So, like, why would the ice affect it? <laughs> no, 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 David, hold on. Let's <laughs> not overthink it. These things are built back, to fly It's like float Back over to Season 2. Why, why do hoverboards not work on water? Nobody knows. Right. It doesn't make any sense. Very good question. Well, I mean, they do work. You just need enough power. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what the boost is for. Yeah. I mean... Has to do with I gravity, have no idea what so. the science of it. Yeah, like, you know, I don't know. Maybe the gravity has to repulse off of certain yeah. things. And yeah, ice acts like ice. Oh, I mean, it's not complicated. I, I know why. The force. Right. That's how the force <laughs> that, works. Well, that's not how the force works. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, maybe. Is that the secret of pod racing? It was all just the force? Well, that's the only way they could let an eight-year-old kid do it so right yeah see i kind of think though jesse you're a little off base with that because i mean it's not like the okay. eight-year-old was in three years i want you to let let uh your kid go in a freaking nascar race and see you have fun buddy hey okay well let you know riddle me this fucking guy that thinks it's not okay for an eight-year-old to race pods you know what's the uh What's the general consensus on fucking Moss Eisley? What's uh, how does Obi Wan Kenobi describe Moss Eisley? A hive of scum and villain. Uh huh. 
Are you telling me that they wouldn't allow an eight-year-old to participate in an incredibly dangerous race? Well, I don't know, because they were in Moss Espo. Oh, well, yeah. Ooh. It was the race was being presided over by one uh, Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, well, he can so. he runs over many cities in Tatooine, not just mm-hmm. he basically runs yeah. the planet. Yeah, well, you know, so we're lucky that he didn't, you know, I don't know, like fucking kill a bunch of people and you know the in the race, like it, you know, if a fucking eight year old wants to run the Jabba's race, let him run. What's the you know? I mean, don't a couple people die in the race? Who's not to well, say the job was was yeah, behind uh, it? Multiple. Jesse, Jesse Jesse are making pop shots at racers. Yep. Yeah. And what, we, uh, what about that guy that straight up just fucking? I'm thinking of the movie, not the yeah. fucking game at this point. But like, they're going through those caves. Yeah. How does one that guy survive dead. plowing fucking no. like face first into a cave? You know, stalactite and yelling like you know, they, they sh- his fucking pot explodes. Like yeah, that, that little alien guy dies. What about Quadraneros? He fucking you know his pot explodes yeah. before he ever gets a chance to start the race. So he lived. You know. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so Quadraneros lived. Um, I was going to say like it's it's been a long time since I've seen Phantom Menace, but like doesn't somebody get sucked into their pod engine no, before the race droid. even starts? That was a little mech oh, okay. droid. That was that was like the met from fucking Mega Man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. so yeah. those don't matter. I just like to do. A also, Jar Jar uh, steps in some poo, and uh, then he gets his tongue caught in like the fucking like the grappling beams, and he goes, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Man, what a funny movie. <laughs> it is. It's very P.U.S.A. So, I'm glad they included it. So there's a little thing in this game, which uh, the music may have alluded to. So once you finish the race, you hear Watto humming <laughs> the cantina theme from Moss Eisley. Now, yeah. this is interesting to me, because... Now my head is going, well, that's a figure and Dan and the modal nodes song. Are you telling me that the figure and Dan and the modal nodes band has been jizz whaling for over 30 years? Because you see them in A New Hope and it's like, fuck, are they yeah. like on their like, uh, you know, final tour before fucking Max Rebo takes over and starts, you know, playing for Jabba and stuff on a sailboard barge? And then, does Max Rebo survive the sail barge accident in Return of the Jedi? So, does that, you know, maybe Figure and Dan gets back into business? We're like, hey, who's going to be in the jizz scene now? So, it's mm-hmm. just wild to me that that Watto is singing the song that's just alluding to this much bigger story that we're not ever going to get, probably. Well, I, I love just... the idea that they start off as this huge band back 30 years ago, and when we see them in A New Hope playing at the Moss Eisley Cantina, it's like the equivalent of Eddie Money playing at Margarita yeah. Hill. <laughs> like, they're really down on their luck, like, this is Just all we can get, guys. So, <laughs> yep, it's Cheap <laughs> Trick playing in a park in Tallahassee. <laughs> yeah, Oh, God, guys, it's really come to this, huh? <laughs> See, I just assumed that tune was, like, a jazz standard, right? Like like our equivalent of, like, take the A-train. Like, yeah. somebody recorded that, like, a, you know, 80, 100 years ago, even. A long and time ago. Ev- and, ev- <laughs> and just everybody knows it, right, kind of song. Yeah. You know? Maybe it's like an old hymn. No, it's yeah, a have figure you considered- and dance song. 
Have you considered that the band in uh, the cantina was maybe a Christian rock band? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just imagining, like, some temple, everybody in robes. Now let's all join in this hymn. Uh, David, it's called the Jedi Temple. They're called Jedi. Respect their religion. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that a is reason. a classic Je- Jedi hymn. There's a reason they all were supposed to die. <laughs> Too much jizz. <laughs> oh man, yeah, uh, yeah. It's uh, it does raise a lot of questions, Jesse. Um, but yeah, I'm glad that you included that as your final song because uh, I had to. Yeah, it's so delightful. As much as I claim it's to, so re- good. as much as I claim to remember. About Star Wars Episode One Racer, I remember that more than anything. <laughs> like oh, Watto doing that little ditty was—it's burned in my brain. So I fucking good. do it sometimes when I'm working on like a busy task. I'll be fucking like walking to the water cooler at work and just be like, like that shit burned into my brain from Nintendo 64 days on. Like it's just. It never occurred to me that Watto maybe shouldn't know that song. But like, yeah, it yeah. didn't occur to me until I was listening to it playing the game. I was yeah. like, wait a minute. How does he <laughs> yeah. know this song? God, man, we got to coordinate these shows better, man. I could have reached out to Watto. Maybe we could have got yeah. him on the show for tonight. Like, you know. Dang, it's a me, Watto. <laughs> oh, hey, Watto. How a- what? Yeah. Jesse, have you ever watched the George Lucas talk show? <laughs> No, that sounds. Oh wow, you got to watch that. <laughs> spectacular. It's a, yeah, it's a it's a Twitch thing. They fucking it's George Lucas and Watto and various guests. Uh-huh. It's uh, remarkably entertaining, and yeah, uh, I'm not saying I know Watto, but had I known that this uh, was going to be a pick tonight, you know, I would have maybe shot my shot to get Watto on the show. <laughs> God, no, it's... what it what. What if Water wrote that song and the other band stole it and never paid him a dime? That's what I'm saying, man. Have you checked Wikipedia for the fucking <laughs> like uh, the origins of the the Canteen song? Whether or not Watto actually wrote it, it's an old Watto standard. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Too busy slave trading to, to copyright music, you know. Yeah, exactly. uh, <laughs> I gave partial yeah. credit to Sabalba. <laughs> the, the New Republic, their copyright system is very confusing. Oy vey. Pass the food <laughs> how, do, how do I register this? <laughs> I thought I uh. could just mail it to myself. <laughs> Man. Um, <gasps> Where's my space lawyer? <laughs> so, uh, my other question, Jesse. <laughs> Jesse, they just call them lawyers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, in what way does this game remind you of your childhood? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, you want me to list the reasons? I, I, you know, I'm just, you know. Okay, well, like, uh, um, This is why I asked earlier what the range of ages on being a child is, because, you know, Star Wars Episode One came out in, you know, what, 99? Yep. Uh, so this game came out in, what, 99, 2000? Yep. Was Jesse a child in 99, 2000? I mean, I was very childlike. Well, I mean, you still are, man. You still got that boyish but, charm. Is that the but, was that the standard we were operating on all night? As but, long as you had boyish charm. I mean, if you want to get real down to it, like my parents showed me Star Wars when I was very little, and like mm. Star Wars has been like 
a thing for me. Star Wars and Star Trek has been like, like the thing, like between like me and my dad. Like that's the thing that we can always talk about. So like, you know, they bought me the original like toys and stuff. So like, I was always playing with the Star Wars toys. I was, you know, watching the, the silly walk movies. And, and uh, <laughs> I'm not just talking about Return of the Jedi guys. <laughs> You know, right, um, yeah, there's other Ewoks. <laughs> <laughs> Hot take. That was Why highly uncalled for. <laughs> for no takes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Return of the Jedi silly? Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, all of Star Wars is silly. Right? Yes. <laughs> um... Yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm happy for you, man. I'm, you know, I'm a little bit envious. My fucking parents didn't give a shit about Star Wars. Like I said, I didn't watch these fucking movies till I was fucking, it was 1997, baby, and my parents weren't the ones taking me. Like, yeah. Not a part of my childhood. Yeah, my parents weren't nerds. <laughs> um, yeah, as it turns out, I was the nerd. I was like, you know, hey, can I watch this? And they didn't give a shit. <laughs> so. Uh, I remember as a kid, my uncle coming over and be like, what do you mean Giants is in Star Wars? <laughs> like, you have some Star Wars? I'm bringing over Star Wars right now. Damn. So, my Uncle Mike this is This was your Uncle I've Mike, seen. wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, it was absolutely Okay, Mike. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no, I didn't have that. I, you know, I had, uh, I guess, you know, it was my godparents that took me to fucking see the, you know, the Star Wars. It's, it's funny, because they... they instilled my enjoyment of Star Wars and also my finding Star Wars like asinine in you know it was the same people like they took me to see the special editions in the theaters and I was like yeah that's dope that's rad I'm all about Star Wars and then we went and saw Star Wars episode one and I was like that was great they're like I mean yeah it was good I don't know about great <laughs> I'm like what do you mean it's like well Liam Neeson did a terrible fucking job acting and like the movie's pretty bad I'm like it is <laughs> like, what? Oh no! Yeah. And then, like, upon rewatch, it's like, damn. I mean, there's a lot to like here, but they're not wrong. Like, fuck. So Godson, it, let us introduce you to this thing called taste. Yeah, exactly. Like, they <laughs> fucking did it, man. Like, here's Star Wars. It's a lot of fun. Here's Episode One. It's gonna lead you to be conflicted about Star Wars for the rest of your life. Like, oh, I enjoyed a lot of that. It wasn't good though. <laughs> like it wasn't or, like you know, uh, it had had problems. Like, damn them for ever doing that to me. I could have just kept on my childish enjoyment of Star Wars had they simply not criticized Liam Neeson's acting in Star Wars Episode One. Sent me off on a path of you know rebelliously finding Liam Neeson great, and um, yeah, questioning Star Wars the whole uh, the whole way. So, mm. man. What a what an open and close to the show. What a you know what a Star Wars sandwich we made tonight, guys. <sighs> so, Jesse, at no point did your parents tell you that Star Wars might be bad or like you know have like bad performances in it. No. It was th was there a time that you realized maybe like hmm that wasn't cool or like um. hmm that could have been better. Because, like, I know David's big movie when he was a kid was Jedi. And it's, like, the fucking consensus nowadays on Jedi is, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's good. It's a trilogy closer, but, like, yeah, come on, Ewoks? I like Ewoks. I like I Ewoks, like too. Ewoks. I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> but, like... For me, for, my Star Wars low point was episode two. 
Yeah. That's, uh, that's no. the worst one. I agree. See, and that was the problem. I feel like I could have come to that conclusion on my own had my godparents not been like, yeah, I don't know, man. Liam Neeson kind of phoned it in. I'm like, did he? I guess he did. Yeah. Uh, shit. Now I'm questioning episode one. So then I went into episode two thinking, like, maybe Star Wars is crappy? And it kind of, you know, snowballed from there. Like, I feel like if they hadn't said that, I might have gone into it with a little more optimism. And then recognized that Star Wars was crappy by watching episode two. <laughs> but, I don't know. I also feel like, though, I spent, you know, the whole prequel trilogy trying to justify enjoying Star Wars. Because there's a lot of shit in episode two I thought was very cool. Yeah, me too. You know, like, there still is. It's like... <laughs> It's yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's almost like Star Wars is a fucking mixed bag. It's <laughs> it's really just the whole like romance. Like like it's it, it it's fine. You know you need that, but mm-hmm. not that much of it. You know they could have you know shortened that stuff, made them talk yep. less, and it would have been fine. Because like yeah, you get fucking Django and Obi Wan. That, that fight, fight in the rain is dope. <laughs> that I just put that on for ninety minutes. That thing fucking yeah. rules. Talking about jizz whaling. Yeah, I'm doing it right now. Um, <laughs> I, I think there's a process everyone has to go through where they have to like find movies to be cringe or bad or whatever, and then like kind of the next level. Like so, you start off loving everything as a kid, then you start like kind of criticizing things, and then I feel like the higher level is when you're like. There's no yeah. such thing as a guilty pleasure. Like, just, Everything's you fucking like it. It's, yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah. if you like it, it's fine. Who gives a shit? Like, leave yeah. it alone. You know? Fucking, uh, you yeah, know, I watched Daddy Daycare last night for no good fucking reason. And you know what? Not a bad movie. Yeah. Um, like, that's... That's, that's, yeah. that's the ultimate arc. <laughs> just had... I mean, it's cool, but... God, that movie... They really, they really got to you, dude. Jeff Garland got kicked in the nuts real good. It was great. <laughs> That's yeah. how, tying it back to Star Wars, that's how I feel like when I talk about Return of the Jedi is probably my favorite of all the Star Wars movies. Like, Got some great shit. I, so good. I was like, I acknowledge that, like, technically Empire Strikes Back is a better made movie. Way better. But Return of the Jedi has the happy ending. I like that one more. Mm-hmm. Like, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. Like, you can just like things. It's, it's yeah. fine. Now, David, what <laughs> yeah. if instead of when he throws the Empire, or the uh, Emperor, not Empire, when Darth Vader picks up the Emperor and throws him down the shaft, instead of saying, no, no, what if he said, Wampa Stompa? <laughs> <laughs> Would it be that- you know, top five <laughs> movies of all time at that point? I feel like it kind of, you know. That propels the one movie. It's top five. It's top one. (laughs) There it is. Yeah, it's a pyramid, baby. Something's got to be number one. Uh, Yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, that's the thing. I I ultimately, I like Star Wars. I like things. Uh, You know, there are good and bad things about it. Uh, Yeah. I like the thing. I like the times when the, uh, you know, the good things outweigh the bad. Uh, I like when I find things more enjoyable than not enjoyable. That's kind of my fucking take on Star Wars. Um, so, in general, pretty good. Sometimes, kind of bad. The games? Uh, Star Wars Episode One Racer? Pretty fucking good. Really fucking good. <laughs> pretty awesome. <laughs> hey, Man. let's take the best part of this movie and make a whole game. How, so, you know, how about we take the only good part of that movie and uh, make it a fucking game? Like... Uh, Listen, man, you know, 
Okay, fine. I'll play Star Wars Episode One Racer. You guys play Trade Disputes. And we'll see who has more fun. I mean, I would rather play lightsabers versus I droids, I, but... <laughs> I wouldn't listen to new gun racing real silly things to me. That sounds fun. That's true. Yeah. Fucking... You, you like, just like a... Picture in like a seaman type situation, yes. but it's Newt Gunray. <laughs> like, yes, yes, my yes, my lord. Uh, yeah. See, I was imagining like a Phoenix Wright style game, but it's Newt Gunray. God, yeah, you got to interrogate the Trade Federation. Impossible. You just see the like big like objection flash. It says, "Ah, now there are two of yes. them." <laughs> oh my god! It just makes itself. Okay, so guys, we need to make this game then. Yeah, <laughs> immediately. Man, because, um, yeah, uh, that, yeah, I, I don't know what's to like in Star Wars Episode One outside of, like, lightsaber battles and pod racing. It's, you know, I, I, the, and the Naboo Starfighter. They fucking, and they made a whole game about that Duel thing. of Fates fucking rules? Yeah, great too. Yeah, super great. Um, Natalie uh, yeah. Portman? Yeah, yep. Kira Knightley also. Secret Kira Knightley, yes. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. Ewan McGregor. <laughs> I mean, I do like Ewan McGregor, yes. <laughs> Who whoever played Darth Maul? Ray Park. Ray Park. Yeah. <laughs> Ray Park. Yeah. yeah. He, I will say, he had a like, good couple as, of much, years. <laughs> as much shit as the prequel trilogy gets, in the original trilogy, I didn't really care about Obi-Wan Kenobi. I didn't dislike him. He was just like, oh, he's the mentor. Whatever. But, like, after the prequels, I really yeah, like yeah. Obi-Wan. That's what happened to me. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's when you're a well, kid, I mean, you're like, oh, who's this stuffy old man? <laughs> well, no, but that's the thing. I'm like, you know, this guy's cool. He knows what he's talking about. He's, like, telling the stories, and then it's like, oh, he's dead. Now he's a ghost. <laughs> and he's still telling stories. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's not the most compelling part for, a. Uh, for a character, but yeah, no, the prequels... Wait, I'm sorry, are you talking about Obi-Wan or Qui-Gon? Because this sounds like about the same story between Qui-Gon the two. Qui-Gon doesn't, you know, you don't get conversations with Qui-Gon's ghost, Johnny. Let's not, John, let's not I, fucking make sure. No, no, I know, but I'm saying there's parallels here. They both no. introduce the Wizen character who dies, you know, in this first Johnny, movie. Johnny, how could you possibly get them confused? Alec Guinness is English, Liam Neeson is Irish. <laughs> <laughs> totally different. Yep, so Johnny... Before we go to the calculating computer, give us your best Obi-Wan Kenobi or Qui-Gon Jinn impression. Your choice of line. Uh, whatever you have uh, as a message for uh, for Luke. Or uh, Anakin. Just see, I'm going oh, I knew your father of the Clone Wars. Explain me to explain me to glorious. Has the high ground. Scoring complete. This game's winner is. John Regan. Oh. John Regan. Wait, really? Of course. Yeah. That's what the score says. Yeah. I wasn't paying attention to the score. So. No, yeah. The score is not important until Johnny wins. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, have, what have we done? Hey, wait a minute. Yeah, hey. <laughs> this deal's getting worse all the time. Yeah, man. You know, <laughs> fucking, maybe we should alter this deal. <laughs> Pray I do not alter it any further. Yes. 
so, wow, Johnny, congratulations. You won the show. Um, Yay! Yeah, great showing for you. You know, the uh, the boy wonder, John Regan. Um, he's done it. He's won the episode. But now comes the challenging part, young Padawan. Uh-huh. You've got to come up with a theme for the next episode. <laughs> do I? <laughs> oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> or can I just say the magic words? Free. No, we just did that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck off. No. <laughs> Oh, uh, let's see. So we just did uh, games that remind you of your childhood. We did. So what about games that make you think of the progress of time? <laughs> games no. that make you think about all our inevitable deaths and games aging. Games that fill you with an existential dread of how little you matter in the universe. God, what, what fucking podcast is this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Johnny, if you need help, I have a theme as well as a bonus song that fits that theme. But, you know, you do you. Oh, Johnny, see, pick David... a fucking theme! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's 336, think... 36 Chambers, martial arts games. Okay, done. Martial, sure, martial arts games. Done. Sweet. <laughs> I say, it's 336 it's like okay I know you guys are eastern I, yeah, but it's I not that late like, what happened <laughs> <laughs> I'm in oh, favor God. yeah we uh, we started late we're ended late Lost it's, so uh, it's a late time. thing yeah god fucking all that show baby um so yeah Johnny is that the uh, is that the pick yeah uh, martial arts games right is that what I just said <laughs> games featuring the martial arts okay yes whichever arts you mean um, I'm for it because I picked it. So I guess we're going with it. Yeah. So, you know, Johnny, I, I can't wait to see what you pick, baby. I know you love those martial arts. Um, Could have gone with my theme, but no, we can go with John's. That's well, cool. Hold on, let's let's hear it then, King. You're back. No, no, no martial Johnny, arts is fine. Johnny, drop the music. Let's hear David's idea for a theme. Yeah. Martial arts is fine. That's, That's not your idea, though, Dave. No, What's your exactly. idea? I want to hear it, King. Well, yeah. I was going to say, like, this is my first show back after missing a show. We got a Legend of Zelda game coming out soon, so we got a lot of royalty coming out, so games with royalty. Kings, queens, princes, any sovereign ruler, emperors. We'll do a double theme. No. Games with martial arts <laughs> or games with royalty. <laughs> As the winner, that's what I'm choosing, guys. Yeah, man. We never should have asked David for that backup theme. I tried to step away. Yeah, and yet, somehow, you yeah, still fit job. yourself right in there, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, because you kept... Okay, you can't... It's like, we shouldn't have asked him for this. You... and We literally you, asked him for it. Control yourself, David. Jeez. We put this on ourselves. Yeah. All right. Stop just swinging your theme all over the place. What are you fucking... You know, <laughs> But that's the same games with royalty or games with martial arts. Games Bonus with the- points if it's both. Yes, exactly. Karate Kings, I'm locking yeah. it down. Is, yeah. that, is that a game that exists? I'll find out the Maybe. You know, week leading to the next three week hours. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, Good times. Okay, so yeah, cool. Uh, next week, royalty or martial arts. A fantastic double theme. This week... The show's over. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you, everybody, for listening. 
Thank you, everybody watching live with us. We're live every Wednesday night on Twitch. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. We love you guys hanging out with us, uh, chatting along with us, enjoying the show. Thank you to everybody checking us out in podcast form. Of course, our podcasts come out Tuesday mornings at GameThatTune.com or anywhere you, uh, that you get your podcasts. We appreciate you guys uh, listening, rating, reviewing, subscribing, um, all that stuff. Thank you to everybody checking out Patreon. Of course, patreon.com slash game that tune has the awesome exclusives. We've got game that tune gems. We've got mixtapes. We've got movie commentaries. Uh, we've got all kinds of fun stuff that we're working on there. Stay tuned to patreon.com slash game that tune for uh, a lot of fun stuff that we got in the works. Uh, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be great. If you're a fan of video game music and, uh, the four of us, you'll want to stay on patreon.com slash game that tune want to give a special thanks of course to our absurd fans on patreon daniel perky taylor y sam l phoenix tier 2121 beast pond and the kerrigan fantastic group of patreon absurd fans that we've got and uh i believe one of them made the request so jesse thank the requester again it was carrie yep kerrigan uh patreon absurd fan kerrigan thank you so much for the request they made the request via discord that's a great place to make it or you can make it a game uh, our fantastic social media site that Johnny promoted earlier because we've got his cool new uh, 2612 bot playing awesome video game music every day and a lot of more, a lot of other fun stuff going on over there at GameThatTune.club our uh, GameThatTune instance on the Fediverse for people that are fed up with Twitter I believe that's why they called it that um, yes and that's going to do it Johnny so you have won the episode and you picked a co-theme with David. So that means you, and you alone, must select the bonus tune. You cannot play David's bonus tune. So, Johnny, tell us what we're going home. All right, well, so I did not download David's bonus tune, so that is out. Perfect. I I plugged in my two-terabyte VGM hard drive. Jesus Of which I have not listened to most of it. <laughs> so I have a oh, few no. songs I picked, and I don't know what they are. So you guys tell me what should I play here. I'm going to give you just the titles. I've got a song called Mambo de Chocobo Parentheses Remix. I've got a song titled Pepsi Man Parentheses Techno Remix. And I've got a song titled Reuse Theme Parentheses Super Arrange Version. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to pick one for each of us? <laughs> Ryu. That could be Breath of Fire music. No, it's not. Because it's from a title. It's from an album called Street Fighter 2 Chun-Li Flying Legend. Well, I wasn't asking you to actually fucking say that, Johnny. <laughs> David, what do you think? Pepsi Man, Chocobo, or Ryu? <laughs> Which of those uses the martial arts? <laughs> I want to say Pepsi Man, but as we know, Pepsi Man isn't whooping some ass. So I'm going to vote for Ryu. I also vote Chocobo. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so this is Ryu's theme, Princey Super Arranged version from Street Fighter 2 Chun Li Flying Legend. I've never heard this before, it's from 1992. Let's see what happens. Peace out, everybody! <laughs>
Hold on. I want to hear what Mamba de Chocobo sounds like. Let's see where this goes. Belafonte, rest in peace. Lego Star Wars 2, the original trilogy, is copyright 2006 Traveler's Tales and Lucas Arts. Adventure Island 3 is copyright 1992 Hudson Soft. Super Mario Bros. 3 is copyright 1990 Nintendo of America Incorporated. Silphied is copyright 1993 Game Arts. Flicky is copyright 1984 Sega Games Company Limited. Harmful Park is copyright 1997 Skythink System. Star Wars Episode 1 Racer is copyright 1999 Lucasfilm Games. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> We're out. <laughs>